0: Welcome to SIN 315. We're here to encourage and equip Christians to engage in the adventure of sharing Jesus with those that God puts into their life. And we're so glad you're here. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Miller, your host for Scent 315. I'm with Sarah Main. Hello. And our great engineer, Matt Hall, who maintains silence, but he's waving at you guys. <laughs> and seriously, uh, we are so excited to be with a whole bunch of non-evangelists who really do want to share the love of Jesus. And uh, that's what we're here for. And I'm excited about it. Sarah, tell me, how was the week? How'd your week go?
1: It was good. Yeah, it's it's been a little busy with work and yeah. everything going on, but... It's been pretty good. Something uh, weird happened. You know, you sometimes end up in uh, a random group chat. And so, <laughs> which is always like, okay. How'd and I so, get here? yeah, I landed in one of those. And there was like 20 people in it. And someone was seeming like they were taking, wanting to go in an unholy direction. And <laughs> people started responding like, who in the world is this? Blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, well, you got to take your opportunity. So I just said, hey, I don't know who anyone is here, but here's John 14, 1 and 6. And, you know, don't be troubled. And yeah. Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus loves you each. And then it just magically all stopped.
0: So <laughs> you either got booted out <laughs> of the thread or, or <laughs> it brought calm and peace to yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a couple that I've been meaning to share and uh, so much fun. This is. Um, know, how complicated and how we can get into our head. And I, um, you know, I'm in the recovery phases of COVID and all of that. Mm-hmm. So getting my endurance back and running and stuff. So I was out on a run all by myself, uh, on a very popular flat, easy trail, Walker Preserve. I don't know if you know that one, but I like it. It has its purpose. And I, and I decided, I've had this in my head on runs. Lord, you know, sometimes just smiling at people or saying something nice to people is good. But, you know, I want to do, I want to take it a little bit more. It's so funny because this is nothing. Everybody could do this, but it was in my head. So as I passed people, I would say good morning with a big smile. Obviously, I wasn't running all that hard. I had a lot of breath. But then if they responded in any way to it, like, you know, like good morning back or something, I would just say, God bless you. Mm -hmm. just to add a little God into their day, which is such a simple thing, and who knows what will happen. And on that trail, there's people that do that same trail all the time. Nice. And so um, I just kind of, you know, didn't get all spiritual about it, but kind of claimed that trail, like, hey, I'm going to be intentional about this. Because usually when I run with my buddies, we're into our own conversations and everything, and we're still friendly, but we're out in the middle of nowhere. Very excited about what we're... uh, What we're going to be getting into for this week, because we're going to talk about our name. That's right. We're going to break down this very complicated (laughs) name that we have, sent three fifteen. The word no one's ever heard of, and I know we'll go to the. Now we won't go to the Greek, (laughs) but we're going to talk about being sent. Yes, that uh, we're going to try to convince everybody listening, however many people that is right now, that we are sent, and then what can happen. To us, after we determine that we make that determination,
1: let's get into it.
0: I want to start off with a, a, a couple of Bible verses that are really important to me that helped me to understand uh, that we're sent. Number one, that uh, John three sixteen. You know, man, God so loved us when we weren't in love with Him mm-hmm. that He sent his only son he gave his only son that's what love does it sends and then everybody knows that verse uh but but jesus really confirmed that he understood it when he said in john six thirty eight, for i have come down from heaven not to do my own will but the will of him who sent me so jesus had it real understood his purpose and then in john 20 which we, you and i have talked about before Jesus said to the disciples, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. So this is these, you know, you, you find the love of God and you have a relationship with him. And it's such amazing. It's just amazing. And part of that is that you just, you, you must share that. Things so good and so important. And I know there's a verse that you really like. And, and I do too.
1: Before I get to that verse, I think, too, it reminds me of what uh, Paul said about the love of God um, compelling him, or Mm -hmm. in some translations it says controlling him. Um, And there's several parts in Paul's writings that he talks about that. It's like... It just outflows out of you because it is the heart of God that we are sent to people and to reach people and to give them his love. And along that lines is the verse um, in 1 John 3, which um, says the reason the Son of God, so Jesus, appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. And then it's in a passage that's talking about how um, when we walk with God, we're not walking in darkness and that we get to come into the light, and you can cross-reference that all over the place. But I just love that because when we're sharing Jesus with people, when we're sharing His love, we're undoing darkness in their life. Yeah. We're we're joining Jesus in that mission to destroy all that's bad and all the things that we don't want, right. um, and helping people learn how to walk in His goodness, which we were created for.
0: You know, it it's more important now than ever. Because people are in need of that hope within us and that joy and what we have. So, uh, if we decide that, yeah, father, we're sent and we may not look that way, but we've decided we're sent, we're, we've got a purpose and we're continuing your mission and that's what we're all about. So we kind of take a look at then why do we fall off of mission? Why does that happen sometimes? And, um, I've, I've shared a book with you by Doug Spada, which is the Monday Morning Atheist. It's cool, and I'm sure we're going to have Doug on the show. But one illustration that really drove this home to me about mission was his picture because he was an aviator, military aviator. You think about uh, his mindset and you know this, this lens that he looks through, and he said, you know, it seems as though so many— Times we treat church and are getting together as the church as a kind of a, uh, a cruise ship and that we really enjoy each other and we have potlucks and we're in the jacuzzi. <laughs> and really, I've got to admit, I go to church with extraordinarily cool people that I truly love and love me. So uh, it's so easy to slip into that and almost think that, Uh, we're on this cruise, and it's really, really nice, and maybe even we don't want to mess it up, right? So we just, well, you know, it's just fine. But he said, you know what? It's just not that when you read the Word of God. What it is is, yeah, the joy of fellowship is there for sure, but the purpose of church, our getting together, is more like an aircraft carrier. And we come in because we need to come in and we're told to come together, but it's for encouragement. It's for, as an aircraft carrier, refueling and repair to be sent off on mission again. And so if we don't watch out, we can lose that mission mindset, which I think is important. And you know, you and I have talked about that. How do, why do we lose mission mindset and how do we do some things that are just practical that might keep us uh, in that mindset of when we, you know, take off and Monday it's Monday morning. What do I do?
1: <laughs> so, the, so the question I have in you sharing that is why don't we have a jacuzzi at our
0: church? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know about the jacuzzi at our church yet? Never okay, <laughs> but
1: no. That I I love that analogy. Something that I personally struggle with is you know, is, is just what you started to hit on, which is do, because n- none of this is revolutionary, what we're talking about, about us being sent. These are the verses. This is the Bible. This is how our faith has grown, you know, and increased over history. It's not something wild or, or new that we're talking about. It's something that we hear in church every week go share with people, get them out of the world, you know bring them into the kingdom but sometimes it seems like we struggle to do it or that when it happens it's like this magical unique moment that has never you know happened in a million years and I think there are fantastical stories that happen in in special times. Um, but I always think about for myself like, when I go through a week where I'm not sharing the gospel as much, you know, in a way that seems so outright, mm-hmm. um, and I worry about sometimes, like, oh my gosh, like, am I a terrible Christian? Do I not yeah. get the m- mission mindset? Am I really on the same page with the Lord? And so, my question for you is we don't have a mission mindset truly like Jesus did? Like we're not in on that picture or is it that we just lose? How do we it. know the difference yeah. with ourselves in if we really understand if we're sent or not? And what does that look like?
0: Well, a couple of things. One of them, um, I had a young pastor tell me what his father told him, who is a senior pastor right now. And he said, uh, son, Uh, 90% of what you do from the pulpit is reminding. Mm. And 10% is revolutionary, you know, revelation and brand new here or something like that. And I think it's the same, you know, that we need to be reminded about it. Now, when you're struggling with it, then... To some degree, first of all, it means that you're thinking about it, you're intentional about it, you're struggling with it. And the enemy can kind of, yeah, if you're never thinking, if you are, (laughs) then, you know, then there's a problem. But the enemy, the enemy is really tricky, you know, like when you are maybe doing just fine. Um, You know, some of the ways that we quote evangelize is by good works. And, and giving God the glory and is by kindness and love and and so many things like that that evangelism, you know, it might not look that way, but it's already being done. But the enemy will come in and try to guilt you and shame you and say, yeah, you're rotten, you know, good. Why would you tell anybody anything anyway? Because you don't even tell anybody anything anyway. It's just a circle like that. I, I, th- I think that's part of it. And so to understand that some of the things that people are doing that, that are listening right now, are really sharing their faith because they'll find somebody who will come to them who never had any conversation with them about the Lord and say, Hey, my marriage is falling apart. Could you help? Uh, My son is, is, is an alcoholic in trouble. Can you help? That has happened to me so many times when I didn't think that I had an impact on anybody at all. Um, so that, that's part of it. I think the other thing is, and I know how much you love John Wimber's quote about we leak and we, (laughs) yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of that, but we, (laughs) we just, we do leak and we need to get refilled and we need to get reminded. So, um, so there are some things that we can do ourselves to be reminded that we're sent and we're on mission. I try to do this every day, which is Father. Would you um, give me vision today for what you're already doing? I'm not stirring something up new that Jesus isn't doing. I'm joining in to what he's doing. And uh, would you give me the vision to see it? And would you give me the courage to step into it like that so threatening thing I did? God bless you on the trail. You know, (laughs) these easy (laughs) things. My text
1: message. Yeah. Very threatening.
0: And so I think that's it. You know, get up. I just want to be about your business. I'm available. And then there can be some things during the day that are reminders too. You can have a verse on the dash. You can have an appointment with yourself on your phone. Being, Hey, boy, Father, I got so busy. I got so distracted. I got so whatevered that uh, I, I want you to know I'm, I'm back on track. Y- you got anything you want me to pick up? I'm right here. I think those really do help. I think it's a, it's, it's good that we have reminders in the way during our day.
1: Another thing that in this having a scent mindset, understanding that, having an available mindset, I think, is what you're hitting on right now as well. Um, how do we, sometimes in church, it's like on one hand, we're told, uh, you know, go get people, like they need you, they need Jesus, go get them. And then the, all, the rest of it is like everyone in the world is, is evil, and they're out to get us, and they're going to do all this stuff. How do we balance that where we're making sure that we're staying like in righteousness before God and not letting things influence us in a way that's incorrect, but doesn't get in a way of making everybody the enemy where it could block our available mindset?
0: I think for me is um, one of the one of the most challenging, dangerous prayers that I have encouraged Christians to pray is, Father, would you give me your love for the lost? Because he, he gave up his son, and his son gave up everything. And so would you give me your love? would I, would I look through that lens at these people, that's number one. And the other thing is about the other side of the coin that you were saying, go get him, go get him, hoorah, and all that. I think the call that we really do have is Ephesians 2.10. And it's just beautiful and magnificent and compelling and constraining. And, the, and it puts it into a proper perspective when it says, we are his workmanship. We're created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. Mm. So instead of we're taking Jesus to some far-off country or some miserable situation, Jesus is already there. And he's saying, Sarah or Declan or Kathy... I have something for you that you're going to love because you're my workmanship. I know how I made you and I made this good work and it is going to be fulfilling and it could be hard and you're going to need to depend on me, but it's sitting there and know that I went before you and know that I will equip you, go get them and I can make up your lack, Uh, like so many failures. So I think that that's something that really puts it into a very different perspective And, and and it helps keep us in a... A mindset that yeah. that is missional.
1: I think off of that too, it makes me think about the fact that um, the people that are yet to come to Him, and not to get into the whole like predestination <laughs> debate or anything, but there there are people that you know we're wanting to reach that are going to come to Him, and that verse is for them too. Mm-hmm. And just also applying it that way and remembering that as we're sharing His love and and going towards that. There, there's a workmanship, there's an entrance to good works for them in yeah. a deeper level with the Lord. And I think that helps to not be so focused on the enemy that they could be.
0: It's so cool. I've never thought about it this way, but you got it right on the button. They are his workmanship. Mm-hmm. They were created in Christ for good works as well. And so it's like, uh, hey, come here. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Let's go. Well, and, and you know, it's what we're created for. And when you're in, when you're a part of that process, and you have relationship with somebody who was far, far, far away from God, and now they're so, so, so bananas for Jesus, <laughs> like Keith Green used to say. Um, he does it every single day. I mean, we're going to have uh, a guest on uh, in an upcoming episode. There's another seed plant who we're going to talk about. He saw these people at his work, and he knew the things that they were going through, and. They were so hungry. Um, can I share a story uh, from Declan?
1: Yeah, yeah, go for it.
0: I was encouraging Declan, who had uh, doing some security work. You know, no guns and knives or anything like that. But he had a position where he had to make sure that everything was going right where he was working, and uh, and he told me about a situation and how do I minister to this person you know, kind of like this person that I'm supposed to be running off because they're not supposed to be where they are. How do I minister to them? So I, you know, I gave him some encouragement and I, and I prayed with him and everything. And I love Declan. And he said, you know, and he told me he heard this once and, uh, and I, I can't remember where he heard it. So I mean, I'm going to ask him again, but he said, you know, you only have to have 20 seconds of courage. Mm. And I went, Whoa! <laughs> That's so good. And so he just told this guy, Can I pray for you?
1: That's such a huge question. He
0: was blown away. Yeah. He could not believe that somebody would care enough mm-hmm. to pray for him. And he's probably gonna see this guy sitting where he's not supposed to be sitting, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> oh my gosh. And and absolutely, Sarah, absolutely. Almost everybody you ask, can I pray for you? will mm-hmm. say yes.
1: <laughs> the only people that have ever told me no are Christians. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well they were no fine. No kidding. <laughs> they were just fine. And they're good. like,
1: Oh no, I don't no, I'm good. I'm Thank all good. you. Yeah, I'm all or good. thanks for praying. But other people, they're like, Oh my gosh. And it doesn't matter usually where they're at in religion or God. They're so blessed by the fact that yeah. you would ask that and yeah. care and see them randomly and just like care that you would want to do that.
0: You know that's a that's one more practical piece of advice for this about being sent. If only you get up and you commit father when you show me an opportunity I will be faithful. I will gear up twenty seconds of courage to say, Hey, can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. Now for the person that you're saying that to, I'll give you a tip. If they're if they're not in relationship with the Lord, if they're far from God, they think that you're gonna pray for them, you know, some other time. Like when you say you're <laughs> that mo- does even praying. Yes. <laughs> and then when you pray for them right there, if mm-hmm. it's appropriate and everything, that's revolutionary for people who haven't experienced that. I don't know if you have any more questions, but I know that we promised these folks that we're Going to keep it at thirty <laughs> minutes at less, and I've got a couple of things I wanted to slip in. Did you yeah. have any other questions on this one first, though? No, I don't. I
1: don't think so. I'm sure we'll be diving into these things more.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I got to tell you, <laughs> we
1: could you. do a whole episode on some of the stuff.
0: Yeah, oh, and I'm and I want to so bad. I want to tell everything. I want to ask everything. I want to do the whole thing <laughs> one time. This is what I want to uh, to really um, send people away with today. Besides Ephesians 2.10, that you are made for good works, and there is just no better work than sharing the love of Jesus with people who have an experience that are so hungry for it. Um, And the battle of that uh, shame and guilt that you're talking about that we need to get rid of, uh, because just by letting your light shine in such a way that people see your good works and you give the Father glory, that takes care of business, you know, there's, there's an old saying It says, your life speaks so loudly I can't hear a word you're saying. Mm-hmm. We need both. Yeah. We need the word and we need the, the actions that go along with it. Not your megaphone. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's another so, story. Yeah,
1: it could work sometimes. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> But this is, the, this is the takeaway for me, and it's John 1, 6. And when it, this hit me, the way it hit me, I knew I wanted to share this. It said, there came a man sent from God whose name was John. And today, for everybody who's listening, I encourage you, maybe challenge you a little bit. There came a woman, there came a man, there came a teenager, there came a person sent from God whose name was your name. Fill your name in, because you are a person sent from God to a desperate world even if they don't seem like they're desperate at all you just never ever never know
1: we thank you guys for listening today and um we have a website sent 315.org and we've got a lot of resources on there that kevin has gathered over the years of books and and things that you can learn um other things we're going to be releasing in the future. We also have an Instagram, which is sent um, underscore 315. And that is a great way um, for us just to connect with you. You can share it on your stories and get people listening. Um, Also rate and review us.
0: Yeah, and asking us questions and people that you'd love to hear interviewed. DM us. Until next time, one week from now. Um, Thank you so much, like Sarah said, for listening and just consider yourself sent.